the I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Welcome, welcome, welcome. She made it in. She made it in. And not even by the skin of her teeth. Not even by the skin of her teeth. So, uh, hi, Liv, are you there? Hello, Olivia. Let me do this, guys. Let me do let me do this. Okay, I can't hear you. Okay, guys, I just did that. Welcome, 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 welcome to My Life, My Choice, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Um... Well, guys, first and foremost, let me just apologize. I uh, I had taken my car. I was in the the um, shop, taking my car to the shop this morning. And uh, they said they needed to do this and that. And, you know, I've been there kind of like all morning. And I did say to them, you know, hey, I need to leave by uh, uh, 1230, the latest. And they said that the work would have been done. And I have to admit, usually they're really, really good. But I noticed that this morning it was extremely busy. Well, they had a little problem with whatever it was they were doing on my car and it didn't get done. Okay, that was fine. So by about 20 till, I was ready to leave and would have made it home. But I needed my, my garage door opener so that I had to wait for them to lower my car because my car was, you know, on the jacks, lower my car from the, um, what do you call that thing, the whatever it's on, and uh, then get my, my garage door opener. So I apologize for being late, but that being said, life is all about things that happen, the unexpected things that happen, and who knows, maybe I did not need to be on the road in that time. Mind you, they didn't get my car fixed, and I got a nice rental. Um, they just gave me a car. I mean, literally, they just gave me a car. And said, hey, look, do what you need to do, blah, 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 blah. So that's, that's, that's really nice. So welcome to the show. Welcome to an episode of My Life, My Choice. And it's yours truly, Dr. Wendy Dearborn. I can hear your speaker now, Liv. Dr. Yeah, Wendy Dearborn, I'm here in the No, 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 no. Because you just came up on the, on the, um, on the board. Literally. Oh, was, you just came up beat. on the board. Okay. All right. That's my co-host coming to you live from London in in the UK. So guys, as I said, we're running about 10 minutes behind, but it's all to the highest good. It's all to the highest good. So Liz, how are you, love? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm all right. Yeah, how it goes, friends. Yeah, but yeah, I'm surviving. I, um, Put it that way. 
I was I was telling our audience that um you know, I was getting my car done and they weren't able to finish doing the work. They had a problem, which okay. is why I was actually kind of running late. Uh, and it, actually, why I was running late because I needed my garage door opener and they had to lower mm-hmm. the car off of the, the jack or the ramp or whatever that mm-hmm. thing, the hydraulic thing. They had to mm-hmm. lower my car um, right. so somebody could get in there and get, get my, get my what's it. So um, I had to kind of wait on that. But outside mm-hmm. of that, darling... Um, all's good in my world. All, all's good in my world. So, guys, today we are talking about nuances in your thoughts, actions, and your speech control what you manifest in life. This is something that's actually really, really dear to my heart. And I really mean it's very, very dear to my heart because the nuance, nuance, is what uh, nuance what is it i'll just read this in here nuance what is it and what does it mean for your life nuance it's a subtle difference and a distinction in the expression of your meaning okay so it's a subtle difference and a distinct and a distinct um expression in your meaning and so guys what what that what that really really means is um wait i'll get to that nuance next to uh, next to lack of self discipline standing the nuances of your thoughts your speech your actions and your deeds is second is the second reason why people are unable to manifest what they want in life what you believe is what you receive this is a fundamental law, and it's unchangeable. It's immutable. Mind you, it's malleable, but it's immutable. It's unchangeable. It's a fact. And so as I have in the synopsis, today we're going to explore nuances and how using them unintentionally can leave you standing in the rubble of your life. And you're left wondering, you know, how the hell did I get here? So nuance. As I said before, what is it? It's a subtle difference. It's a subtle, excuse me, a subtle. It's a subtle <laughs> difference and a distinct <laughs> and a distinction in the expression of your meaning. One of the things that we speak about continuously on our show is this. You really have to be very vigilant of the words that are coming out of your mouth. Not only of the words that you're speaking, but you need to be very vigilant about the thoughts that you have. Now, thoughts are something that will pop into your head. It may seem random, random, it may seem whatever. Thoughts will pop into your head. And when the thoughts pop into your head, and, and let me just say this, you can't, you can't stop thoughts from popping into your head. You can't. It's almost like a chain reaction. But what I mean by this, what I'm going to say is as you, as you, um, interact with these thoughts it's about your response to them so it's not the thought itself it's how you choose to respond to that thought now many people they self-talk i say many people people they self-talk we all self-talk we are always having a conversation going on inside our heads And understand, when I say a conversation, some of these are pictorial conversations. Some of these are 
are feeling conversations. Some of these are um, literally, you can hear it, it's an audio conversation. Some of them are about taste, uh, satiety. Some of them are about the olfactory system, smell. We are always having a dialogue in some shape or form that actually um, that, that locks into or taps into our senses. In addition to, we have our sixth intuition that is also at play. In addition to that, we have, as we're having these conversations going on, our logical, reasoning, and analytical minds, or our logical, analytical, and reasoning minds. The laws, I call them, not the liars, the laws. And we have all of this going on, but yet still, there is that prevailing thing or the prevailing facet of you that is in control. And you get to control how you respond to any kind of stimuli that pops into your mind, that flows into your mind, however it comes as an insight, as an aha, as something that you recognize as serendipitous, whatever it is, you are in control of how you respond to it. The nuance in itself here is you being in control and recognizing this. But here's the nuance. Because I had, I had written stuff, some stuff down. And here's, here's, here's the nuance. Let's see if I can pull this up. Okay. A couple of nuances I want to give to you guys. It, it's simply this. You have talk going on, emotional talk going on. Something's gone wrong or something's happened and it's really thrown you for a loop. It's thrown you through a curve or whatever, whatever phrase, but it has impacted you emotionally and emotionally where there's this outpouring and it's not altogether positive. Nuance. You recognize that you're feeling this emotion. You can feel it. You can, you can see it. You can touch it. You, you recognize it. You recognize that you might be really pissed and you're really, really angry. You recognize this. Nuance in this particular um, scenario is to choose what you do with that emotional outpouring. This is the nuance. You, the nuance is recognizing that you get to choose. It's a subtle difference and distinction in the expression of your meaning. You get to choose in that moment. Okay, how am I really going to respond to this? This is a nuance. This is actually the great nuance of life. How am I going to respond to this? And that's above all. If there's nothing else that you take away from today's show, it's this that I want you to take away, is that you are in control. No, you're not in control of your emotions. Emote means to outpour and outpouring your emotions to emote. And your emotions do what they need to do. They're in place so that you can literally define what it is that you want. Do I want this? Don't I want this? Do I like this? Don't I like this? And please understand, until you have made a choice, until you have made a choice, it's either yes or no, depending on what the subject matter is. And you need to understand not making a choice or choosing not to make a choice is a choice in itself. 
Your life is about you and what you are choosing to do. So that being that being said, nuance. Okay. You may be actively, and I literally mean actively affirming for money. You may be actively affirming for money. Literally, this is what you want. And you want lots and lots of money. And you're actually doing your affirmation correctly. You are using the correct words as in the, the present, present tense of now. You see, when you're affirming for something, it's not in your best interest to affirm using the words I will. Using the words I can. The better affirmation is I am and I have. Because that puts you squarely in the now. Of course, unless it's something that you want down the road. Unless it's something that you're affirming for in the future, then fine. But be sure if we're talking about affirmations, which I've brought it to the table, be sure that you put a date on it. Because the future can be never ending. There is no time. We create time, but there is no time in the sense of co-creation and creation. It just is or it isn't. So anyway, nuance. You are affirming for money. Loads and loads and loads of money. And you're doing everything right. You're actually really very disciplined, which, as I said, in the synopsis, most people don't actually manifest what they're wanting in life because they are not disciplined. They're not systemized and they're not disciplined. As a result, they don't get what they want. But you're doing everything. I mean, you've crossed the I and you've dotted, sorry, you've crossed the T and you've dotted your I. Now, here's where the interference comes in. Nuance. You're manifesting for money. You're seeing yourself as rich. You're feeling yourself as rich. You've stepped into the stream of wealth, wealth consciousness. However, you look for the cheapest places to buy petrol or gas from. You have actually downloaded an app that will tell you where to go, where you live, around where you live, and it might be the cheapest gas by 10 cents, by 10 cents. If you're putting 20 gallons in your car, you've just saved yourself $2, which if you gas up, what, what, um, you know, once a month, what's that, 212, that's 24, um, you've saved yourself $24 over a year or whatever it is. Do the math, guys, okay? You take your clothing and you take your clothing and you take it to the dollar dry cleaning dry cleaning store you take it there when you go to buy your clothes you'll go and earmark something and then you'll wait you will wait until it goes on sale hoping and praying that they'll have your size or as some people have literally told me They'll make a purchase, they'll make a purchase, and they'll hang on to it until such time that it's gone down, 
And then they'll take it back and then they'll rebuy it. But yet still, they're, affirm, they're affirming for money. They're affirming for wealth. They're affirming to have this positive monetary consciousness. They're looking for the cheapest thing out there. You know, they don't go to the, um, the, 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 the regular theater or, or movie house or cinema. They'll go to the dollar or the one pound um, movie, movie theater. And yet still, they feel that they're in this consciousness and they don't understand why money, it may come in in dribs and drabs, but it's going out at this alarming rate. You know, they'll only eat at certain restaurants because it'll be, or because it's two for one. You get a twofer, as they call it here. You get a twofer. The nuance in this scenario is simply this. You cannot be affirming for loads of money or whatever price you want to put on it and yet still be living your life in poverty consciousness. Looking for the cheapest thing and because you say you cannot afford it is poverty consciousness. The nuance here is that you have diluted, or should I say you have cancelled, you have neutralized your affirmation. All that work, all that disciplined work you've done and are doing, you have neutralized this by looking for the cheapest thing or the cheapest places to do what you need to do. Poverty consciousness is overcome by going to the dry cleaners around the corner and dry cleaning what you need to dry clean and knowing that the affirmation and the work that you are doing, the work that you are doing is going to get you the money that you want. So Liz, did that make sense? It did, it did make sense. <clears throat> there are a few things I would say. You know, I think, um, like, you know, doing your affirmations and, you know, saying, okay, well, you want to be, you know, very, very wealthy or what have you. And I think, um, you know, you know, by, by you know, looking for bargains and, um, you know, going to the dollar dry cleaners and all the rest of it, I think that's okay. And why I think that's okay, it can be okay and it cannot be okay because it can be okay because they're actually taking control of their finances. They are deciding where their finances are going, okay? But the the, the, the nuance to it is, I think, if they are saying to themselves, I can't afford it, and you just said that, and that's why go. they go in there, that's the problem right there. there you go. But if they are actually doing it, knowing that, it's okay. This is what this is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to do it. This is how I'm going to choose to spend my money. That's fine. But if they add the, add the caveat because I cannot afford to do it the other way, that's the problem. Mhm. Yeah. Well, I would I would say this, Liv. Um, you know, dry cleaners notwithstanding, I, I you know I get that. Um, 
you know, dri- driving all over town to find mm. somewhere that gives 10 cents off. I, I At the agree. end of the day, I'm being really honest. It, 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 you, you spend way, way more money. And I, I definitely own with, with what you say, it's the thought pro- uh, premise behind mm-hmm. that, that, That's hey, right. this is how I'm choosing to spend my money. That's right. That's and I can right. definitely agree with that. However, it's been my experience that most people who do this and the people I know who do this, they... You can't get much for five bucks these days. Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price of participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Doing this because they say they cannot afford it. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. doing this because they'll say, I don't, I don't want to spend um, $12 to go and see a movie that I can wait two and a half months for and then spend a dollar and go and see it at the dollar, at the dollar movie store because mm-hmm. I, I really can't afford the $12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. and, um, the, 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 I, and as you said, which is right, the nuance that you brought to the table is right. It's your thought process behind it. That's right, that's right. It's your so, thought I mean, process behind it. So it's just something for people to be aware of, you know, so that they are saying, instead of saying I can't afford it, it's just you don't even think about that. What you're saying is this is the way I choose to spend my money. End of story. You don't say about whether you can afford exactly. it or you can't afford it. This is the way I'm choosing to spend my money. And then you, do, you, you continue yeah. doing your affirmations and all the rest of it. And, you know, if you're doing them religiously and if you feel it's the correct way to do it, then, you know, you'll get what you want. But as Wendy said, you know, if you're going to counteract everything you're doing as diligently as you're doing it by saying, you know, I can't afford something, then that's what you're going to get. You're going to be in it ever in the situation of I can't afford and you'll neutralize it. You will literally, Absolutely. you will neutralize it. You Absolutely. will neutralize everything. And then that sets off a whole other chain reaction that you start questioning your ability, your power to co-create your life. You start questioning God. You start questioning spirit, universal source. You start questioning everything because you're saying to yourself that I am doing the work and you really are doing the work you really are doing the work and that's why there will be times when things will flow for a short period of time and it's like yeah and then all of a sudden it disappears that's another thing guys if you are actually affirming and you are no i take it back if you are actually you have the ability to consciously to consciously manifest what you want in your life, and it keeps flittering away, it keeps slipping away, what that is telling me that somewhere along the line, something that you're doing is creating a nuance that is negating or, no, what was the word, neutralizing, neutralizing your process. It's like, as I said last week, it's like having a radio, a radio wave, you're on a radio frequency, and when you actually... Um, when you when you put these these thoughts in there, these these negative thoughts, 
because they are these negative thoughts in, in there static on the frequency and sometimes it ta- it creates so much static on the frequency that it cuts itself off so so for you it's vitally important moving forward that you choose to do something different that you choose to do something different with your self-talk and with your ability to consciously do something with your self-talk. When you hear yourself saying something, when you hear yourself saying, God, you're so stupid, how did you do that? Why would you do that? Guys, I recognize because these are things that I have said to myself. Gosh, Wendy, you're really stupid. But believe me, and I will say that often. And when I do, <laughs> I check myself. No, really, I check myself. You know, you're sitting up here and you go, you stupid cow. How could you do that? Well, number one, I'm not a cow. <laughs> number two, what I did, it, it wasn't stupid. What I'm reacting to is the overall response or the 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 um the response to my action and what i'm trying to tell myself is wendy you need to think about what you're doing or you need to rethink what you're going to do you didn't look at this properly and so it's really important guys to to recognize that those sort of nuances you know you tell you look your subconscious mind your subconscious mind is going to take you at your word And if you say to yourself, with all this passion that you have, just because something got jacked up, oh, you're so stupid, Wendy, you're so stupid, your subconscious mind is going to hear you. It doesn't see, it doesn't see, um, uh, what do you call them, analogies. It it, it, it doesn't see that. You know, and, and at the end of the day, if you call yourself a cow long enough, you might start mooing. (laughs) <laughs> so for me, it's really, I'm serious, for me, it's really, it's really important, it's really important that you check yourself, and you check yourself, okay, so it didn't go right, it really didn't go right, and was it a silly thing to do? Well, you can actually say that was a silly thing to do, doesn't necessitate you calling yourself stupid, but you're acknowledging that that wasn't the right way for you to do what you needed to do. Okay, moving forward, what does it look like for you to do the right thing? What does it look like? You know, all the, the, the older I get, you know, lives all these, these cliche sayings that they had, you know, crying over spilt milk and all of that jazz. I mean, it's so true. What are you going to do? You, you've got a couple of options. You can leave the milk on the floor. You can um, try to sop it up. You can try to lick it up off the floor. You can do all sorts of... You've got options. But sitting down and bawling, although it's an option, isn't going to help you to do what it is that you need to do. Because eventually, after you finish crying, after the tears are over, what, what's next? After the tears are over... What's next? And that's important. 
I'm writing that down. But, but also, but also at times when the, the tears are important, you know, of because it, it gives you it gives you the release. It gives you the release to the, the sort mm-hmm. of like the cleansing release, so other things can come in. Mm-hmm. And no, I agree because one of the things that I've said on the on the show before is that tears actually release certain toxins, and they also release a certain I don't know. Um, uh, uh, neuro, whatever, to to make you feel good. Mm. So so tears tears are actually important. They can actually reduce blood pressure, all sorts of things. Mm. So tears mm. have a very relevant um, a, a, a very relevant action in our lives, a very relevant physiological action as well as a, a psychological or or emotional reaction too. So guys. You know, as Olivia said, and I totally agree. Um, however, when I was saying that, I, I was literally, I was literally meaning, you know, literally. Okay, what you crying for? The milk spilled. <laughs> you know, what, what, what are you boiling for? What are you gonna do? Because you need to clear this mess up. Right? <laughs> but I do agree. Tears do actually, and they have. They, that this is scientific. This has been scientifically proven that tears actually have a huge benefit in our lives and I think this is one of the reasons why uh, women um, women cry quite a lot and it's because it there's a release it's cathartic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's, mm-hmm. there's a release you know and um, you know they might say oh my god I really needed a good cry you know mm-hmm. or, or if mm-hmm. I say that to Dee he'll look at me like really and I'm like you've got too much testosterone dude you know, you you you, 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 you know, you might need to slap you, shall I slap you, and see, see how that helps. You know? But um, no, it can be cathartic. That that being said, guys, it's vitally it's vitally important that you actually police your mind, and I literally mean this. You choose to police your mind I would say in the last mm, couple of years or so I would say I haven't been as vigilant with that as I had before I can recognize through contrast and parallel I can recognize through the negativity of thoughts that I have and that's my judgment on my thoughts that I have that that's something that I need to re-establish in my life not go backwards to but re-establish in my life being very vigilant of your thoughts actually creates a dynamic frequency in your life that allows you to um, that allows you to experience things that are going on around you Without being, I don't know, beat down. It allows you to, I suppose, as the same with one of my clients yesterday, you know, Liv, we've spoken about, and in coaching, um, we've we've spoken about being, um, having a detached involvement, okay? So when you police your mind, it allows you to have an ease of detached involvement, and when I talk about detached involvement, 
What I mean by this is you are involved, but you are detached. And I don't mean um, emotionally devoid, but you are choosing not to allow the situation to push emotional buttons that then cause you to make a choice based on your emotions versus based on what you are wanting. Those are two different things. So um, detached. And most people, as we've said on the show here, make choices based on their emotions. Most people do. Which is why the choice that you make today, based on what happened today, has no relevance tomorrow. Because the actual foundation of the choice, the stimuli of the choice, is no longer, it's no longer relevant. You don't feel the same way today as you did yesterday about what happened. Today you can't be asked. Yesterday you were ticked. So is it, does that make sense, Liv? Yeah, 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 it does actually. Because uh, um, while you were writing, uh, well, sorry, <laughs> while you were talking, what I had actually written was, uh, emotions usually have nothing to do with how you feel about the circumstance. Um, and I was, I wrote it, but I didn't understand it. So I was actually trying to get my head around it. But what you said, it kind of cleared it up. Yeah. Did that make sense? <laughs> because because so, invariably, invariably, the emotion that you're having, it, 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 the, the, the circumstance that you're having the emotion about is a catalyst, but it's a catalyst uh, um, from something that's a, a conglomerate of things that have happened in the past. It's, the emotion isn't usually about what has happened. Do, do, do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. All right. All right. Yes. All right. Because, because, no, no, because as you say, the emotion isn't really about what's happened. You know, it's like if, if you're angry with somebody, it's got nothing mm. to do with you loving them and everything mm. to do with the bloody situation. Is, is, mm. Have I got that right? It's that sort of thing, yeah? Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure because, as I said, I wrote it and I was trying to get my head around it and then you asked me um, what you asked me and then it was um, I was trying to explain it as I was thinking about it. Um, yeah, I'll come back to it. I'll come back to it. But I'm that makes sure. sense anyway. What what you were saying makes sense. What you mm. what what you were saying makes sense. Yeah. Go ahead, love. No, no, no. I, I was just going to say there's more to it, but I need to. Um, mm-hmm. I need it. I need it to come through. Anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Once again, it's your job to police your mind. If you don't police your mind, and I actually use use that word police in in the true sense of of, you know, what, what police do. And, and actually, that's not 100% true because really police actually, um, they usually come after an incident. It's very rare that they come before an incident. So maybe you need to FBI your mind or CIA your mind or, you know, MI6 your mind. That might be a, a better phrase because they try to be proactive rather than reactive to a situation. But that being said, I'm using the word police in that capacity. So it's your job to police your mind. 
If you don't police your mind with intent, you are subject to be carried along in the mass mind. Mm. And mass mind is also the, the mass consciousness. And believe me, guys, we are all subject to the mass consciousness. And it's also loosely known, I, I want to say in psychological terms, as group think or group mentality. It's also known as the pack mentality. And so if you don't police your mind, you are subject to be swept along with the mass mind. This is why um, people can be all up in arms about, oh, mm-hmm, here we go. People can all be up in mm-hmm. arms about jerk rice, mm-hmm. okay? They can, be, they can be all up in arms about jerk rice. And jerk rice, jerk, jerk is a, um, a Jamaican seasoning and or it, it's predominantly been boiled down to Jamaican seasoning and, and identifies as one of the primary, primary, primary flavors, you know, that, that's, I, I suppose, intrinsic to Jamaican food. Being raised and parentage, Jamaican parentage, when I was coming up, I didn't know nothing about no jerk, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. jerk seasoning. You mm-hmm. just season the meat. Mind mm-hmm. you, you season meat with all the stuff that's used for jerk, but it wasn't called that as far as I know. There was a jerk dish, and that was pork, and that was very good when I was eating meat. That was some of the best, best meat I've ever tasted in my life. However, long story short, Mass mind, they were talking about jerk rice. There's no such thing because you can't really season your rice like how you season meat and or fish. So there's, there's no such thing. But there was this big uprising in, in the UK. I mean, it swept the UK, north, south, east, west, and people were really upset. But the mass mind took hold. You, you see this when... when um, uh, you you can see you can see this even even at ball games at football games or you know um, basketball games somebody might start um, saying a little chant and next thing you know everybody's saying the chant it's group think group mentality it's pack mentality and again like when they do the Mexican wedding right yeah Liz is that that's mm. that's actually a really good analogy. You know, when they, when they do the wave, that's it. That's pack mentality. You know, okay, I, I'm, I'm going to break it down this way as well. Because I know somebody who had had this, this experience. And quite frankly, I've had this experience myself. You go to a conference, and this conference is... Um, <laughs> why are you laughing, Olivia? Nothing, you go to a conference, no and this, this conference is about personal growth, it's about, um, you know, manifesting. It's about the laws of attraction. It's about you and empowering yourself through, your, your, through being in touch with your consciousness. It, all of that's wonderful and to the highest good. And then, you know, they, they, they say, and I say they, whoever's, you know, putting this on, they come out, major speaker, and they say, everybody stand up. And one person gets up, two people get up, and next thing you know, everybody's popped out of their chair. And then they, they, they're telling you, kind of like, wave your hands in the air. Wave them like you just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're saying this, and then everybody...
hands in the air like they just don't care. And, you know, this isn't something that I do. And it truly isn't something that I do. It, it's not... Uh, look, why are you standing up and doing this? Number one, do you want to do this? Mm-hmm. Number one, do you mm-hmm. want to do this? Number two, is it beneficial to you? Well, can, you I, can I just say... Sorry. From that, go ahead, go. I was going to say, Wendy was actually talking about me, because I, 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 Wendy was talking about me, because I went to, um, it was supposed to be like, yeah, I wasn't even going to say, but yeah, it was a Tony Robbins, and um, it wasn't, people paid for me to go, it wasn't something, I went by choice, well, I did, to actually physically go there was by choice, but it wasn't something that I picked out for myself. Um, and he had been on stage and he was talking about, you know, how people are individuals and they're powerful and they're strong and blah, 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 blah. And then the next thing he said, as Wendy said, he said, everyone get up. And everyone just stood up. It's like they were, it was like they were, and I think I was the only person sitting down. I'm like, well, uh, didn't you just hear what he said? He said about everyone being an individual and he tells you to all exactly. stand up and you all stand up. What the hell's going on? That's mass. That's mass consciousness. Yeah. That's the mass mind at work. And I, after that, I was, I was then, kind of done. I, I was done. I know. I know. She, she was so done. She was so done. She went out and had a glass of wine, didn't you, or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I had a bar there, and I just went to get some wine. I just sat there. It's like, I, I just couldn't. I, 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 honestly, now you can hear the way I'm stammering. I just couldn't believe that, you know, he had just been telling everyone how powerful they are, how, how individual they are, and, and then he said, right, everyone stand up. And they all just stood up. And I was like, oh, my God. And then my. I was like, I'm sorry. Yes. I'm an individual. I'm not standing up. Exactly. And, said, and, I'm, and I'm powerful. Wow. And I know my power. Mm. And you see, with that, what that told him is, I have you. Exactly. I exactly. Have you. Exactly. And I can tell you anything and for the most part, you'll start. You'll buy into it mm. until such time that you don't. Mm. You'll buy into it. But you see, if everybody remained seated, that would have thrown him for a loop. Absolutely. Absolutely. That would have, that, that, that would have, or, he, that would have thrown him for a loop. Or he would have made they because would have made he would have had. I was going to say, he'd mostly make a comment about people not participating and they're not participating because they are deficient of something, something, something. I'm not saying he would, but I'm saying most probably, yeah. Of course. And you see, with, with that, um, I was going to say he'd, he'd have to come at them from a little bit more... Yeah, a little absolutely. bit more... Uh, he'd have to come at them true. Because... Um, yeah, anyway, this is what I mean by nuance. Nuance right there is the scenario that Olivia gave. Nuance right there. Somebody telling you how powerful you are and then showing you categorically that you're not. Mm. That you're not. Categorically. You know, uh, you know, because a lot of times, you know, I've been to the, you know, conference. I, I don't go often, and it's for that sort of reason, you know. All of that stuff just gets on my nerves, to be honest with you. So I'm not interested. Mm. I, I'm not paying my money to, to do that. I'm paying my money to truly hear something that I can take away and apply to my life. I don't need all mm. this old rhetoric and all this 
you know, stuff regurgitated. Mm-hmm. No, tell me something I don't know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, they can't tell me something I don't know already. Yeah, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, where, where was I going on that? Because I was saying that they will, they'll have you, they'll tell you how strong you are, then they'll tell you how, and then they'll show you that you're not. It's vitally important. I'm just, I'll just go back to what I was saying. It's vitally important to police your mind. It's vitally important. Okay, all right. They, they, they tell you to stand up. Uh, and or, or sit down, and or they mm-hmm. have this thing. Well, I want you to close your eyes. Well, why? For for what purpose? I, I I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to this this blah this blah that blah that and the other. No no, close your eyes. I can see all of you who don't have your eyes closed. That's because my ass is watching you. Because <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> You know what I mean? Look, look, let's let's keep it real. I come here to close my eyes, and if if I if I have to get you to close your eyes to illustrate my point. Now, if I'm illustrating a point and somebody decides to close their eyes, then fine. It's it's fine. I just I I really I'm very much like you, Olivia. I'm not doing it. You know, I choose not as much as possible to be caught up in the mass mind. And I choose not as much as possible to be caught up in the mass mind because I police my mind. I police my mind with the intent that I am going to be true to my thoughts, my feelings. Mm This is this is how the mass mind, and we've spoken about this before. This is how the mass mind works. You go somewhere and you're on the dance floor, and you know that you can dance, okay? You know you can crunk, you can do all this stuff out there. And somebody comes next to you, and they call themselves dancing, but they're frailing out there, like they're in pain. They're, I mean, they they they're frailing out there, and. Arms, things going everywhere, and next thing you know, you are now off beat. You're frailing with them. And the other people start frailing, and the people who have any sense, they just get off the dance floor because they know it's inevitable (laughs) that if they continue watching watching this, they're going to be dancing like this. You know? It's like people who sing. If you are not... um, if you haven't done this for a long time and you, you, you're not trained, it's very difficult. It can be very difficult to maintain harmonies if somebody's out of key. Mm-hmm. You know, next thing you know, instead of singing um, sharp, you're singing flat. And that's not where you want it to be. But you've, you've been drawn along because the five other group members are doing this and you're like, oh, this is the wrong and you, here you go, you're out of tune. This is Mass mind. This is being swept along by the mass mind. You know, this is why you have people saying things like people saying things like um, various ethnicities um, or various people do this. You know, the people do that. 
You know, pe- people are here in the U- United States. They're they're here to 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 rape the women and and um to take the jobs. You know, the other day I had to ask one of my clients point blank, who do you know who is of that particular ethnic persuasion that has raped anybody or has taken a job? And then couldn't tell me nothing. They couldn't say nothing. They're part of the mass mind. And on top of it, people speak before they actually think. Think about what you mm. think. You know how stupid you sound? And you see, when I check people like that, what, what, what can they tell me? Because I'm speaking the truth. Who do you know? Because I know they don't know anybody like that lives because it's not their circle. Mm. And so then I asked, I asked the, and I, the, the gentleman who comes to maintain that beautiful yard, that beautiful garden that you have, are you speaking about this gentleman? And of course, no, they're not. Then who are you speaking about? Because you're perpetuating this every time it comes out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The mass mind. And it can be a dangerous thing. Yeah, because it very... can be a dangerous thing because it can take you off of your pathway. Mass mind. And God, God knows many of these programs I love. Game of Thrones, I love them. You know, Game of Thrones, um, Downton Abbey, you know, avid fan, Victoria, avid fan. But understand that there's a mass mind and consciousness when everybody's, everybody's watching this. Understand, it pulls you into the mass mind. And again, these are shows that I have watched. Mr. Selfridge, these are shows that I have watched avidly. So understand, make a choice as to what it is, where it is that you are going to put your energy, where it is that you are going to put your thought process. Make a choice. Police your mind. If you are watching, um, like sometimes I watch uh, Investigation ID, and what I realized was I was watching this at late in the evening, and all it is is just a repetition of somebody who has killed somebody, and they're trying to find the somebody who has killed somebody. Mm. It's just that over and over again. To, to varying degrees of gruesomeness, but when you cut it all away, it's about somebody who's committed murder. And I couldn't understand why I was getting up and my mood wasn't right. And I did a meditation and all of this jazz and something said, I, I, when I went to bed, the, the, the next day, the next night, or that night, I was we were downstairs, and something said, you need to stop watching this. I was like, oh, okay, got it. And so I said to Dee, I'm going up. And um, he said, oh, you're not going to watch this? I said, no, I'm not anymore. I'm done. You know, it's same old, same old. And because I, I, I realized something was off. Mm. I realized something was off. 
but I couldn't put my finger on it. You know, I'm thinking it's work, I'm thinking it's this, this, blah, that, and the other. And then, of course, when you ask, and you ask in truth, and you truly do ask in truth, because I wanted to know, I got my answer. Stop watching Snap. All them ladies, they snapped. Yeah, they did, and they killed their husbands. Every last one, they snapped. They snapped. The story, the story, the, the actual um, end result is the same. The story is just different, varying degrees of titillation and what have you. And it's like, okay, when, why do you need to watch this? What, what is this? What, what is this bringing to your world? And it actually brings nothing. It's one of those things that just sucks you into this vortex, this absolute vortex of nothingness. Police your mind. You get to choose what it is that you, that you actually put your energetic thought on. You get to choose. Only you. And if what you're doing doesn't work for you, then it's for you to actually figure out what will work for you. If you are in, okay, I'm going to go back to what I was talking about with, with uh, poverty, with money and nuances. If you are having issues with finances, <clears throat> the everything to do will be in your face. People will be moaning. You'll go to the grocery store. Just a simple, you'll just run in. You're running in to get some milk, eggs and bre- bread and butter, basics. You go, to, you go to the case that has the butter and somebody's talking about, oh my God, butter's so expensive. Maybe I should just get margarine. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the milk thing, you know, and they're like, can you believe they charge this for milk? You know, how are babies going to eat? And you go and get the bread and they're like, well, you know, I, I personally, I've come in to get um, the expired bread because it's half price. <laughs> right? And all you think to yourself is, I just came in here to get what I need. The nuance with this is, if you are thinking about you and your lack of money, that, and really, this is truly something that is bothering you. It is going to show up in every facet. Newsflash, interest rates are due to rise um, half a percent. And you start falling out. Oh, my God, how am I going to pay my mortgage? It's half a percent. Now, if they said interest rates are going to rise 15%, I might be able to get, get behind that. You see, that half a percent is, if you will, the money that you spend to eat at McDonald's two times a week. Stop eating at McDonald's. Stop eating at McDonald's. There's your half a percent right there. How you choose to view it. View it. Nuances 
are very, very subtle. They're very subtle. Can but I, they make sorry, a huge difference. Can I just say about the interest rate? I mean, the, 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 I would say the thing to do is say, okay, we'll do what you normally do, right? But just say it's not going to affect me. It's not, it's not going to have any effect on me. You know, and then you can keep doing you what know, you're doing. And, and miraculously, you'll find that it actually it does. doesn't affect you. That's right. The, the, thing, right. Is, the thing is, what, we, we were never, um, the majority of us were never nurtured or um, instructed on how to take control of our lives. You know, exactly. knowing that we actually are the pilot of our life. You know, we control where this goes and what that, and what, you know, we, we control it all. How much it affects us, how it exactly. doesn't affect us. When we're mad, when we're happy, we, we're in control. No one else is. Exactly. So if you don't want something to affect you, you don't have to let it affect you. You really don't. It really, really is a choice. And I know there are people out there who will be saying, oh, I, I, you know, I don't, I, 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 that, that's impossible. Try it. Just try it and see, exactly. see what happens. See. You know, give, give, give yourself and a couple exactly of weeks right. of, just, of just thinking the opposite and see what happens. What harm can it do? I mean, if if, you, if you're in that exactly. situation, what harm can it do? Mhm. Because I know in um, in 2008, which is what 11 years ago, and people are still talking about this crap. But in 2008, the bubble busted, and you know, sort of like the banks went broke, and all of this stuff. And this was a wave; it went straight across the the world. You know, it happened in the UK. It happened everywhere. Okay. Uh, how can a bank go bust? This is something that you move, you move money around electronically. What is wrong with your electronics? What I, I was like, really? So anyway, people were all worried and they were this. And all I kept saying to people is, I'm not RSVP into that party. And they would come in and they'd say, well, how's business for you? And I'd think, well, you're here. Business is fine. And I didn't lose clientele mm. based on the economy. I actually, clientele, I, I, I'd say I lost clientele in this way, but I didn't lose them. Clients that I had, they, one woman moved to open her yoga studio. Another woman moved because she got married and they were moving to some big old place in, in Colorado. Another lady, she got promoted, and as it were, her, her, her work schedule was like, it would have been like night sort of thing. And so it was, no longer, it was no longer convenient. Everybody in my world went up. Mm. None of them, none of them stopped coming because they said they couldn't afford it. Mm. Because that wasn't my reality. It's not my reality. You know, people would say stuff to me, and I said, no, I didn't RSVP to the party. I got an invitation. <laughs> but I didn't RSVP. <laughs> I remember having that conversation with Jesse. I didn't RSVP to this party. You know, I, I, I get to choose this, guys. You get to choose. And was I aware of people losing houses? Yes. Some of my nearest and dearest friends 
lost their home. It went into foreclosure. That wasn't happening to me. And I, I really mean, I mean, many people that we know who are in our circle, they lost their homes. And or, or what do you call these homes? Uh, um, uh, rental homes. They lost. Some of them, they lost a good few million. And, you know, me, I'm not RSV. I, I don't get what you don't understand. I'm not RSVPing to this party. I'm not, I'm not going to this party. I get to choose. You know, I see you all over there doing your thing. Hey, more power to you. I'm not joining you. It doesn't mean that I'm, I'm burying my head in the sand and that I'm not seeing it. Yes, I'm seeing it, but I get to choose how I respond to it. You get to choose how you respond to it. Don't, don't, don't let people tell you how you should respond. Don't let people tell you how you must live your life. You see, the nuance with this here is somebody, whoever it is, has told you how you must live. You believe the lie that was fed to you. You believe the lie. And as a result of it, those who didn't believe the lie or those who started the lie, made some serious money off of y'all. Serious money. Police your mind. Know your mind. You do not have to be swept along with the mass consciousness. You have your own consciousness. And with that, you can consciously choose not to be caught up with the subconscious mind, with the collective mind. You get to choose. It doesn't mean that you're detached from it. It doesn't mean that you're not plugged into it. It means that you're going to use it to do what you need to do, and that's to do you. You know, guys, it is, it's really easy. Um, it's really easy to become disillusioned when life isn't giving you what you need, or what you think you need, or what yeah, what you think you need. It's really easy. And uh, before before I say this, it's important to understand. I was talking about money, and I, I use money because. Most people are affected that way. Nuance also impacts your health. You see, everything that goes on in your life is happening for you and not to you. You see, you could be praying for good health, praying for a clean bill of health, and yet, you are doing everything that undermines that. You talk about my cancer. You talk about, as, as um, uh, I think it's uh, uh, Dr. Joseph Murphy says, or, and if not, it's Neville Goddard. You know, as they say, which is true. And actually Florence Scrabble Shin said this too. 
you know, people, you talk about it and you talk about it like it's a loving pet. You know, my, my rheumatism, my arthritis, my, my cancer, my, my, my this. And yet still you're doing all of this stuff to say that you want to be well. And yet still some of the fundamental things that you can do to make yourself well, you don't do. Anything that you want in life, Money, health, wealth, and your perfect expression or your perfect divine expression. It has to start first in the mind. With health, the nuance is you won't find health external to you. But yet still, you look externally for everything to heal you. Health. And being healthy is an internal is an internal thought process with an external manifestation. If you don't believe, if you don't believe that you are going to be healthy, it doesn't matter how much chemo they give you and or not. It doesn't matter how much what diet you you eat, you know, whether it's a macrobiotic diet or it's no paleo or keto or, you know, me green smoothies or it doesn't matter what you do. If you don't believe that you're going to be well. See, the nuance here is what you believe. That's the nuance in life. It's what you believe. And it's a subtle difference and a distinction in the expression of your meaning. You see, the universe knows, I'm sorry, your subconscious is attuned to and keyed into that subtle difference and that distinct, that distinct, a distinction in your expression. Therefore, your subconscious will understand your meaning. Even if you don't, even if you don't realize that what you're doing is counterintuitive to what you want. And again, you can do all, you can take all the medicines, you can have all the um, hands-on healing, the, uh, you can have the priesthood pray over you, you can have whatever it is, you can go and see um, John of God or go to um, Lourdes or whatever it is but if you don't believe that you're going to be healed and actually if you don't believe that you are healed but all this other stuff is just taking you through the motions, you won't be healed and that's bottom line nuance is everything in your life that subtle difference can be the, the, the difference between life and death. That subtle difference can be the difference between having and not having. That distinction can be the difference between you living in poverty and or not. started to say was this, that it can be, it can be very, very challenging when things are happening 
and I'm going to say for you, to actually see that they're happening for you, to know that they're happening for you. Because when things are going down, more often than not, it feels like it's happening to you. And as a result of that, many of us become defensive. We, it's a, it's a self-preservation thing. And so defenses come up. And as a result of that, we miss. We miss the nuance. We miss the nuance. And that nuance is, what is this telling me? What is this showing me? What's it telling me? What's it showing me? What am I showing me? I am talking to me in a language that only I can understand. This is what illness is. No matter, no matter what illness you have, no matter what illness you have, a hundred million people can have the same illness, but the way in which it manifests within you is unique to you. It's your experience. And as a result, it's you talking to you. You know, at the end of the day, life doesn't want you to be in abject poverty. Life doesn't want you not to be able to express. Life doesn't want you not to have health. Life doesn't want you not to have the good and wonderful things that are all around us, that are in abundance. Life doesn't want you not to have love or not to have joy and happiness. What life wants you to do is to choose that. And you have to choose that. You have to start your day out. Yesterday, I said to the ladies, and I, I truly do believe this. You have to start your day out giving thanks for your day, irrespective of the circumstances to which you have awoken to. You have to end your day giving thanks, irrespective of the circumstances and the challenges that you have gone through that day. Because that day has brought to you wisdom, knowledge, insight, and God knows opportunities. It's all in how you choose to perceive it. And guys, I'm not saying that it's easy. Because quiet as it's kept right now, I'm going through my challenges. I'm going through some serious challenges for me. What have I chosen to do? I gave myself, I gave myself three days to be really huffed, to huff and puff, and ain't no house blowing down except me internally. So I gave myself three days. In addition to that, I said, if I needed more, I'd be happy to give myself another four days. But after that, I need to figure out through asking myself the question, what is this showing me? What is it that I want? What is it that I want? And only I can answer that question. Only I can answer that question. Other people can tell me this, blah, that, and the other, yada, yada, yada. 
the nuance in life is the subtle difference and the dis- and the and a distinction in the expression of my meaning. My meaning is simply this. I know what it is that I want. And as we've said here on the show many times, you might not get it. Uh, no, you'll get it. But it might not always leave you feeling warm and fuzzy. That's, the, that's another nuance in itself. We always think that it has to, we have to be warm and fuzzy. It's not always warm and fuzzy. It's not always warm and fuzzy. But yet still, it won't be harmful or bad for you. And at the end of the day, a good nuance is sometimes it just is. Sometimes it just plain and simply is. So that being said, guys, it's vitally important to police your mind. Your emotions are a viable Uh, Your emotions are a part of you. You cannot get away from them. You emote. They spring into your mind automatically. They're your thoughts. However, the actions and the deeds that are a result of these emotional thoughts are controlled by you. The actions that you take, the the deeds that you do, the words that you speak are controlled by you. Police your mind with intent and with the intent that you are not swept away by the mass consciousness or the mass mind or by your emotions. Be, 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 be very vigilant of who it is that you are associating with. You know, who is it that you are associating with? What are the programs that you are choosing to watch on TV? What is it? Because really understand that the time that you spend doing that, and there's nothing wrong with that. You're in a vortex. You're in a vortex. And you're in a vortex with all the other four or five million people who are watching this. You have become a... Um, vibrating, oscillating, moving part of a mass consciousness. That's why at a at any game or a baseball game, typically, you'll see people doing the wave. And again, there's nothing wrong with mass mind because group think, group mentality, pack mentality. It has, and it truly does serve a purpose. And if people understood um, the, the, their ability to consciously use their subconscious mind to create what they wanted in life, if people came together using the, the mass consciousness, the mass mind, the group mind, the mass God mind, to create, that which we believe is good, wonderful, etc., the world would be a different place. The world would be a different place. In my, in my, I think it was my master's thesis. I want to say it was my master's. I can't remember. But in, in one of them, I had spoken, I, I did my thesis. I think it was on, on not, it was on meditation. I can't remember where it was, whether it was, doctor I can't remember one of the things I did in my research 
was, uh, I, I'm going to say it was a in Chicago, don't quote me, but the police, no, there was a group of people, and they decided that they were going to meditate, and they were going to meditate and set the intention, and this was a group meditation, mass consciousness, they were going to set the intention that crime, the rate of crime would go down. And basically, that was the intention. And of course, their intention was met. The rate of crime went down. Recently, uh, and this, this was just a cursory thing that came, came my way, there were certain um, uh, police uh, stations and or precincts, I believe they called here, um, police precincts, that this is what they did, that the officers meditated. And lo and behold, I don't know what the intention was. I don't know if the intention was, I don't know what the intention was, but whatever it was, lo and behold, the crime rate dropped. And the actual, um, uh, the actual interactions that typically had turned out violent and or not in the best interest of the people that the police were going to talk to, um, it, you know, incidents, they dropped. They dropped by more than half. And so here we have, again, the mass consciousness that can be used, that can truly be used when directed with intention to create something good. It's, it's, vitally, it's vitally important, guys, absolutely and vitally important that as you move forward in your life, you choose, you literally choose you. You get to choose. So choose you. Choose you. Life is about the nuances. And the nuance really is about what you choose, stand that a nuance has a subtle difference and a distinction in the expression of your meaning. You know, it's like saying, I love you. I love somebody for, to life and I love somebody to death. You know, the, 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 the nuance here is, you're going to love me for life or you're going to love me to death. So on that note, um, I, I just looked up on the board and I realized that uh, Olivia, had, for some reason, her call had been dropped. I don't know what happened there. But that being said, guys, take control of your life. Don't get swept along the nuance of what you want. As I said earlier, if you are manifesting, praying, um, doing whatever work you do, to bring into your life what it is that you want. And you're working, you're actually doing the work right. However, you are then doing something in your life. How you're showing up in life is counter. You will negate and or neutralize that which you're trying to do. This is the nuance of life. So I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn, guys. Until next time, I'm looking forward to seeing your face in the place. And once again, I do apologize for being tardy, and um, yeah, it won't happen again. How about that? So I'll see your face in the place next time. We're going to go out on um, Dub Spirit. Until next time, love you guys, love you sis. Until next time, guys, peace.